This is Coach Lee with my XBatCoach.com, and in this video, I'm going to talk to you about how you can survive no contact. Take a second and click the subscribe button below so that you can be notified when I have more videos about attraction, relationship dynamics, and breakups. Also, click the notification bell so that you can be notified as soon as I have a new video. I know that it's difficult to be in no contact. It is extremely difficult not to contact the person that you love, that you miss, and that hurt you by breaking up with you. You want to reach out, you want to talk, you feel like maybe you could straighten things out and reach a higher level of understanding between the two of you and that that would bring them back. But if you have watched many or any of my videos, you know that I tell you that based on my experience in the relationship recovery industry, which is at the moment of this video, somewhere around 18 years, I can tell you that that is just not likely to happen. What caused them to break up with you was usually twofold. It was issue based at the start, but what happened is emotional attraction is what fell and caused them to break up with you. The issues existing themselves may have just been a nuisance or something that concerned them, or maybe even were red flags to them. But over time, those things caused emotional attraction to drop. And that is what caused them to break up with you. And as I have often said, that means that you cannot fix the issues and then expect them to come back because of that right away, or maybe at all, if that's your only reasoning, because the issue at the moment is that emotional attraction has fallen and it does not work as simple as, well, the issues have been fixed. Therefore, I feel attracted to this person in the levels that I did before again. Unfortunately, it just does not work that way. And I know that's confusing. And a lot of you express that to me in coaching calls or comments on YouTube videos where you say, these were the issues, I fixed the issues, and yet they still won't come back or don't want to come back or won't respond to me, those kinds of things. That's because they are looking through the lens, at least their heart is looking through the lens of emotional attraction being lower than it was before. It is lower now, therefore they're not motivated to work on the relationship. They're not motivated to come back, to go back over that hurdle, to go back into the relationship when they weren't certain they wanted it. They're in a little bit of relief period. And at the moment they feel like this is the best thing to do for them because they do not see a future with you because emotional attraction fell. So it is a catch 22 in that fixing the issues does not fix emotional attraction, but the issues are what caused emotional attraction to fall in the first place. And so you can't fix the issues and expect emotional attraction to be fixed. But if you fix emotional attraction, then the issues don't matter as much. It's interesting how that works, but it's very frustrating, confusing, and painful if you have been broken up with and you've made some improvements and you think that there, now I can get them back. Now I've done what I need to do. I've done my part. Now we can be together. And then it just falls flat. That's why no contact is so important. And as I explain in my emergency breakup kit, which is linked to in the description below, there are things you can do to make no contact even more successful. You can put a magnifying glass on it and you can make it more difficult on your ex while they are not hearing from you. As a matter of fact, you can make it a lot more difficult. So check out the link below for my emergency breakup kit. As far as being strong 
during no contact and surviving no contact. I want you to think about something and this has to do with a lot of things that are stressful or cause anxiety in life. And to help make my point, I'm going to use a visual aid. It's a coffee cup. And if you see this coffee cup, it's about eight ounces. At least that's my guess. There's eight ounces of liquid in here. So if I ask you, how heavy is this cup? How heavy is this cup of coffee? You would say eight ounces, maybe 10. But that doesn't communicate very well the weight, or at least the true weight of the coffee in the cup, because you're only considering that it's light and simply eight ounces because you don't expect me to hold it here very long. You expect me to sit it down after I've had a sip and that's all that the eight ounces would affect me. It would be simple to do. But what if I held the coffee cup up for an hour or two hours or three hours or longer? It would be so difficult that my hand and my arm would be trembling that I would even experience cramps, even some forms of paralysis in my arm just from the strain. And when I finally, after amazing willpower to hold on to it, simply did not have the physical endurance to hold on to it anymore, my arm would collapse under a mere eight ounces of liquid. There's a powerful lesson in that, in that we can handle stress and anxiety in small doses. As a matter of fact, sometimes it helps us to perform better or to reach a conclusion or to achieve a goal. It's when we allow ourselves to hold on to it too long that it becomes unbearable. And so to those of you who are in no contact right now, I want to tell you something. I want to tell you that it's okay to think about your ex, to wonder what they're doing, to think about the relationship and how much you miss it, because you're going to do that anyway. And if you deny yourself that, then you actually make it more tempting. You make it something that's out of reach and so you want to reach for it. And it's something that will cause even more stress because you will then feel guilty or that you're doing something wrong or that you are frustrated with yourself because you're thinking about it. So what I suggest you do is that you allow yourself time to think about it. Maybe you sit down and you say, I get 15 minutes. And I'm going to think about everything that I want to, everything that bothers me, that hurts. I'm going to worry. I'm going to wonder. I'm going to wonder what they're doing. I'm going to wonder who they're doing it with. I'm going to wonder if they're going to come back. I'm going to reflect on the good times that we had. And then when that 15 minutes is over, you get up and you walk away and you distract yourself with other things. And you tell yourself whenever those things start to come back to you and you start to want to think about them or a thought enters your mind about it, you say, it's not my time to think about it right now. And maybe you have two or three sessions a day where you give yourself 15 minutes and you don't fight it. Because I know that a lot of you fight it. You really push against it because you know instinctively that it's not productive. It only raises your anxiety level. It causes you to worry. It makes it where you want to reach out and you're afraid that you might mess up, that you might reach out and blow no contact, that you might break no contact and cause your chances, your odds of getting your ex back to drop. And so you think, I can't keep thinking about this. Well, that's where I'm going to tell you, if you try to just completely not think about it, you will most likely fail. And so take time 
to think about it. Give yourself permission. Give yourself a break where you can just let it all out in your mind. And then get up and walk away from it and distract yourself with resources of strength. And those resources of strength will be close friends and family, the people who won't break up with you, the people who are happy to see you. And I strongly encourage you not to use them as sounding boards about the breakup too much. Now at first, it's okay, but I hear this all the time that your friends will get so tired of hearing about it that they will avoid you. They won't want to be around you. It's sort of like when you have a friend who's really depressed or down about something. At first you feel really badly for them and you go to be with them. But over time you begin to dread it because it's such a downer. It's something that brings you down so much that you don't look forward to it. You don't look forward to being with them. You dread it. You maybe even avoid them and then you feel guilty for that and it's not a good cycle to be in. So vent about it to people sparingly. Just know that over time it does you more harm and them more harm because sometimes if you keep talking about it it's actually a bad thing. I know it's good to get it out at times but also at other times it simply magnifies the situation and gives you more anxiety and makes you more likely to break no contact and not have emotional progress throughout this time and season. Other resources of strength during no contact would be hobbies. If you like sports, if you like to golf, if you like to play basketball and you go to the gym and you pick up a game, if you like to play soccer and you go to the field, if you like to do martial arts and you start a class or you rejoin a class locally that you've been going to, there's all kinds of things you can do. And if you go to Google and you type in hobbies, I bet you'll find a bunch, but you probably already have them. And maybe some people, their hobby is a skill like playing an instrument or working on their business or writing. And those are important things that can serve as distractions, but also serve as passions. And whenever someone is working on something they are passionate about, they are usually in a place of strength and usually do better with no contact and they're more attractive. So if your ex happens to notice, if they were to ask about you to friends and your friends were to say, well, he or she has been really busy with this or they've been doing this and they've had these accomplishments because of it. Well, that's a good thing for your ex to hear. You're not doing it for them, but it is one of those things where it works out really well if they find out about it. And sometimes social media can be helpful with that as long as it doesn't look obvious. But the main thing is, is that it's good for you. As humans, we're made to be productive to do things and accomplish things and break through. And that's very important for you to do because if you stay in bed, if you stay inside and you don't get out and walk and be in the sun and be in the, out in, in the fresh air, you won't feel good. And that will bring you further down because when we don't feel good and the energy is low, we tend toward a depressed mindset. So focus on those sources of strength, such as hobbies and skills. Also, my emergency breakup kit is a tremendous source of strength because it is so important to have a plan. You want to be able to think back to the plan that you have so that you know where you're going, you know that your odds are better, and you can remind yourself when you start to feel that panic or that concern that you have a plan, that you're doing the best that you can, and that it's based on over 18 years of experience and trial and error and being able to see these things firsthand. And that's a powerful thing because you wanna have the best chance possible. You want to go with the odds of how humans think and interact and feel and progress in their mind based on 
actions that are happening and things that they're observing around them. The key to surviving no contact is to be sure to give yourself peace. Because whereas thinking about what your ex is doing, thinking about the relationship, wondering about these things can serve as a break. Because if you're focused on something else and it feels like it's in the back of your mind and you just want to get it out, it can be a good thing to take 15 minutes and just think about it. Just worry about it. Get it out of your system. But then give yourself a break in the other direction. Because just like the cup of coffee, it's not heavy until you do it for too long. Until it consumes you. Until you're preoccupied with it. Until you won't let it go. That's why it's so important to sit it down. But you also want to know that you can come back to it. You can think through some of that. You can worry about that because I realize that when you're trying not to worry, for a lot of you, for maybe even most of us, that makes you more likely to worry when you're trying not to. So sometimes it's good to just get it out and then to say, okay, I've worried about that enough. There's nothing I can do about it right now. I have a plan because I bought Coach Lee's emergency breakup kit. So I know what I'm doing. It gives me the best chance of getting my ex back. I'm gonna get back to doing productive things. I'm gonna go hang out with my friends. I'm gonna start my business or I'm going to work on my business, or I'm going to go shoot basketball, or I'm going to go play guitar or piano or whatever. I'm going to do something that as a human being, I love doing and that makes me feel like I'm accomplishing things and learning and progressing in life. This helps because you know that you aren't forbidden from having that time to think about this, worry about this, and wonder about this. And it's okay because that will happen. And you need to know that you can do it in order to survive no contact and you need to rely on those sources of strength because this is a difficult time and I'm very aware of that just know that even though it feels bad that no contact is still your best option and part of that reason is because it feels bad because it will likely cause your ex to feel badly as well they will feel that separation anxiety they will feel that loss they will miss you, they will notice your absence, they will wonder about you, become preoccupied with you and concerned if you give them that space away and that silence. Generally speaking, that's what happens. I have other videos on the topic. You can also read articles and watch videos at myexbackcoach.com and that's where you can schedule a coaching call with me as well. Take a look at the link below so you can see my emergency breakup kit and utilize it. I appreciate the emails about how it's helped you. It's very encouraging to me as I do this every day. This has been Coach Lee with my expatcoach.com. Thank you for watching.